It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. child sexual abuse. So today we're going to talk about uh, the predators we keep, child sexual abuse part two, predators we keep, getting back to the topic of child sexual abuse in the black families. First, um, focusing on the predators we keep in the family, I want to primarily talk about the abusers that we harbor around our family and why do we protect them? and the generational silence stemming back from slavery. So before I get into all that, I want to take it back to way back to a time, you know, where our ancestors suffered brutal, 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 brutal acts of slavery. And a lot of trauma, you name it. So I'm taking it back that time because when we talk about our generation of silence amongst our uh, families in the, in the black community, this is tend to where it stems from. Now, we all know it's not a secret that the slave masters consistently raped, sexually assaulted, and attacked uh, slaves back then, our ancestors back then, especially black women. And then back then, you know, trying to defend, trying to speak out about it, that just wasn't unheard of. You know, back then, you're getting lashed, you're getting sold off. I mean, you even tan with your life. And pretty much, we needed to do anything we could to just to cope, just to get through, just to get through life. And with that, we became more submissive. And we began to wear this mask, this front of, of being strong, and this front of being able to take on anything. And within the parallels of our ancestors' silence, especially when it comes to abuse, and that became our token for our strength. I mean, we're strong people, we're resilient people. And then within that, that silence kind of get passed down from generation to generation. And as you see it today, black women especially, and we're known to be the symbol of strength. Countless of generations of silence. Our great-great-grandmothers had to wear that mask. Our great-grandmothers had to wear that mask. Our grannies wore that mask. Our, our mamas wore that mask. And now it's up to us to remove it. Which leads into my next point. Sexual abuse within our families has been the most taboo topic of discussion when it's our own family members and acquaintances. And it's, it's never easy to acknowledge. 
Factually speaking, the predators are our uncles, cousins, brothers, fathers, pastors, church members, deacons, and any other prominent community members, friends of the family. They make up 93% of all sexual assaults against people under the age of 18. I'm going to say that again. 93% of all sexual assaults against people under the age of 18. Blacks are sexually victimized in childhood at the same rate as whites. And sexual abuse is the least reported crime in the U.S., which continues to perpetuate the ongoing silence. And one in four women and one in six men report that they were abused as a child. Since we all know that silence has been the factor of ongoing abuse for generations and generations, these same predators are either kept away from the family or not to be left alone with any of the young girls in the family. So now the child bears the responsibility to remain quiet, unquote. The child is told to watch what she wears around the predators, a.k.a. when there are men in the room. The very same adults who are responsible for the safety, nurturing, and care of the kids are the predators in the family. These uncles, cousins, brothers, fathers are never confronted what we are protecting in more, in more ways than one. We have this sense of sacrificing our own personal trauma and things that they could put in our family first. And this stems back to our ancestors' survival of the tribe rather than the individual in the family. And when that happens, nobody heals. Nobody heals. We have this fear of turning in, turning in our predators, our predators family members, over to the authorities, putting them back in the system. We another black man in the system, falling victim to the system, a.k.a. turning in our predator family members over to the same master. You know, and the predator oftentimes threatens the child. The child is, quote, unquote, not to be trusted, not to be believed. And a lot of times, it's an open secret in our family. It's known, but it's never to be discussed. It's often minimized, and it excuses the president's behavior. It excuses it. I just want to say, and keep this short and quick, no matter what, abuse is the fault of the accuser. And at some point, that silence must be broken to allow ourselves to even begin to heal. And at some point, this mask of toughness, this mask of strength, has to come off. Has to come off. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Because, you know, a lot of times, with this being generational, and usually not the only one, I want to, you know, use myself as an example, you know, growing up. When I dealt with it, my abuse, it took quite a few years for me to finally say, hey, okay, this, this has to end. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was scared. I didn't know what. And I remember that so vividly like it was yesterday. And having to sit down and tell you know, my mother and my aunt, Man, <laughs> I, I 
feel it felt so surreal. And then I also remember having to testify in court. I've been in the Marine Corps for I gotta admit, as 15, 16, that was probably the toughest thing I've ever had. To sit there and have four people, point out, and to be told by these defense attorneys that you're lying and this is the truth, it was pretty, it was pretty tough. And then having to go to the judge and appointing uh, me to go to. Uh, these groups for other young girls that have been sexually assaulted. And I remember going maybe about three times. And I never really spoke. I was very withdrawn. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't speak on it. I didn't talk about it very little to at all. Maybe to one person I knew. But it was, um, for me personally, it was a huge step just to tell, just to get out there and get DCF involved and, you know, being split up. And my sister split up. But with that, I wanted to, you know, stop off and say, if you or anyone you know is suffering from child abuse, please don't hesitate to speak out. Please don't hesitate to speak out. Speak out on those proper channels. There is help out there, and I just want to tell you all, it is okay. You are not alone. You're not alone. And I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet. And with that, I hope y'all enjoy your holiday. Nothing but love and light. Be blessed. Peace. And I'm out of here. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.